coming up next on Chamber Amplified. It's amazing to listen to uh, Spotify and or to listen to, um, you know, or, or and or to watch Hulu right. or something along those lines and then see the amount of inventory that's available at the local level. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Jenkins from the Finlay Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it's employee recruitment and retention, marketing, IT issues, really anything that could be impacting your business. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way that they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment. So one of the best parts of my job is getting to interact with a lot of different businesses. And by and large, most of you have told me that one of the biggest needs that you still have is more exposure in the community. So we're going to delve into that more today on the podcast, specifically digital advertising and more specifically targeted digital advertising. Jim Barger of Media Links Advertising joins me to talk about the different options that are out there for you. And if you think that targeted digital advertising is just putting a Facebook ad out there, well, you're going to learn a lot today. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can always rate and review the show. It really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. Joined on the podcast now by Jim Barger of Media Links Advertising. We're talking about outbound digital advertising today. Everybody's looking for more exposure right now, Jim. Uh, we've had you talk at different events before about the way things work now. It's not just put this advertisement there and everybody's going to come. There is a massive strategy when it comes to digital. So let's dig in. First of all, just on what outbound digital advertising is. Sure. Uh, Doug, first of all, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Um, outbound digital advertising is essentially, in, in our world anyway, both display, which is static advertising, and video, which is obviously audio video advertising. Uh, and the beauty of the digital space is we're able to specifically target uh, intenders or users for specific products based on an algorithm that they build online. Uh, so we're able to deliver advertising specifically to persons that are interested in a product or service at any one time, which obviously creates a certain level of uh, cost effectiveness. Now, this we've heard about this in social media for forever now, but this is really more expansive than just social media. We're talking about websites. We're even talking about TV in some cases with this. Far more. Uh, we we are Google Media Links Advertising is a Google partner. Uh, we have well over two million websites and apps that we have access to. We'll talk about connected TV and connected audio here in a minute, but. Yeah. Uh, with, with that, we can deliver ads again, both static and video, uh, to websites and apps where that person who has, uh, built an algorithm that tells us they're an intender for that product are engaged right at that time. So it's, it, there's no, there's no guesswork in terms of, you know, are they there? Are they not there? Is the demo correct? Uh, are we within the age group? Are we within the gender? Are we within, you know, the multiple parts and pieces that we used to, used to work with in terms of targeting an audience? Uh, essentially they target us, you know, by, yeah. by again, building an algorithm and showing us that they in fact are in the market. 
we also do a considerable amount of connected uh, TV through Hulu. We have a direct access to, to make buys on Hulu. And then we also do connected uh, uh, audio on Spotify. Those are really the two uh, platforms that we use. Uh, those are more broad. Uh, they, they do have targeting capability and we use targeting capability. First of all, geographic targeting for everything mm -hmm. is essentially the same. And that is state, county, zip code, uh, or city, a radius around any specific location uh, can be as, as, as small as a mile, uh, can be far wider than that, you know, depending on where we want to go in terms of the geographic target. So that is the same, regardless of whether it be uh, on the Google platform, uh, on sites and apps, or uh, whether it's with, uh, you know, connected TV or, or connected audio. But uh, with the connected TV and connected audio, we don't have the uh, tight demographic target because we simply don't have an algorithm built uh, or an algorithm opportunity uh, such as what you do, you know, on the Internet. Absolutely. So. But it's a good it's a good idea to have a strategy that sometimes encompasses both. I, I do find it really interesting on the Hulu side and, and the Spotify to that degree that, you know, used to be you're watching cable TV and there would be the national spots and then there would be the local inserts. I and sold that for the, about 15 years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're very <laughs> familiar with it. Uh, but with the with the advent of streamers. When you watch on a YouTube TV or Hulu in this instance, a lot of times you only see the national. And now with this type of program, there's that local spot there, which I really feel like there's a lot to gain through that just because you haven't seen local spots through there in quite some time. There is so much inventory. It's incredible because in this now display and, and, and video People have been using that uh, clients right. have been using that more uh, for more years. The the connected TV and connected audio. There is so much more opportunity there because it's it's relatively new. It's it's amazing to look at to listen to uh, Spotify and or to listen to. Um, you know, or, or, and, or to watch Hulu right. or something along those lines, and then see the amount of inventory that's available at the local level. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot. And that's, which, that's a real benefit. Yeah. Which means there's a lot to be gained there. You could for at least a little while be almost the only game in town there. People are going to, they're going to see your message. It's going to stand out because they're going to recognize that as a local way. Wait, I know that company. I know that guy. Yeah. And if you're looking at like Hulu live, for example, uh, on and it's it's the same as the original cable and broadcast platforms. I mean, if you watch uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, or Fox in our market on Hulu Live, you're going to see local uh, commercials that are sold by the broadcast stations. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas if you are watching uh, that on more of uh, what we call a cable platform. And since this is a podcast, I'll tell you, I'm doing air quotes right now. Cable. <laughs> the air quotes uh, are there. I can verify yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ESPN, for example, or, or HGTV or, you know, pick a network, any network, mm -hmm. Fox News. Uh, those, uh, th they are only selling, exclusively selling national advertising. So uh, you're going to be right alongside the national brands uh, as a uh, 
as a, as a local uh, advertiser. And I think some of the beauty of that too is that uh, again, these networks are chosen based on uh, what I do to an extent, not, not as detailed and as sharp as uh, the uh, d- display and, and video itself, but mm-hmm. um, they're, they're based on what I uh, am, am doing, uh, you know, in terms of my television viewing habits. And then they are also, again, uh, they are real and actual impressions. So an impression is not invoiced. Uh, or an impression means an ad delivered, right. uh, is not invoiced unless that user is on that space at that time. So it's not based on Nielsen Media Research or some type of, you know, uh, you know, survey that has an in tab, you know, tiny little in tab or whatever, yeah. you know, the standard old uh, media research components. Uh, it's real, real and actual impressions. That person has to be there in order for a company such as ours to invoice for that impression or that ad delivery. That is worlds different, as you mentioned, than it, than it used to be. And, and having that actual data point that's not, I don't want to say Nielsen's a guesstimate. Certainly, I lived in that world when I was well, in the it is. But yeah, it is. I mean, to a degree, that's kind of what it is. It's a survey. There's a scientific method to it and everything, but you're talking about a one-for-one data point. Yeah. For example, you know, and I don't want to get bogged down in Nielsen, but have you ever had a book or a people meter? No, I worked since I worked in media, they wouldn't give me one. No, no. I was on this station that I'm on all the time. Right. And and regardless, I mean, you know, (laughs) the percentage of the population. Now, I understand that people meters have made it bigger and that kind of thing as opposed to the old books or whatever. But the percentage of the population that are included in that in tab are is minimal. So, you know, the bottom line is in that theory, then. A 35-year-old woman in L.A. is a 35-year-old woman in Milwaukee is a 35-year-old woman in Toledo. That It doesn't work that way. Right. So, so you know, that it, it's I'm not suggesting that this is an exact science, but boy, it's far closer, far, far closer than it used to be. It's much more fine-tuned. And of Absolutely. course, if you're spending advertising dollars, you want that fine-tuned part of it. So let's talk about that on the display side of things, because like you said, that is very fine-tuned and it's really almost more incumbent on someone who's trying to get more exposure to know their audience. Once they know their audience and they know for sure they know their audience, it's easy enough to get them in front on display advertising of that perfect audience, but it's really incumbent on the business to know who that target market is, which sometimes that's half the battle. Essentially the, 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 the audience though, in, in, in the form of when you're talking about digital advertising on the internet, again, on sites and apps Mm -hmm. where an individual is spending their time, uh, whether it be static or video, uh, based on the algorithm that they build. So what they're doing on the internet, the audience essentially comes to you. You know, we're, we're able to determine if someone, for example, we do a lot of work with Benjamin Moore paint dealers throughout yeah. this, this uh, eastern side of the country. Uh, if a person spends time on the Internet researching paint, so maybe they're looking at actually looking at paint. Obviously, that is 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 something that we're, we're going to base this on um, if they are looking at. Uh, how to prepare a wall to paint. Uh, how many gallons of paint does it take to cover X square feet? 
um, color wheels, you know, how one color transitions from a foyer into a living room, into a, et cetera. You know, it, we can then determine through the Google network that that person is interested in the paint product mm -hmm. when they then move about the internet. Let's say they're now on again, ESPN.com, uh, you know, the weather channel app can be many, uh, well, again, well over 2 million sites and apps that we have access to when they're there. Yeah, we can deliver ads to that individual in a very pinpoint uh, scenario where I, and, and that's very cost effective. You know, going back to what we we're talking about a little bit ago relating to Nielsen uh, and, and relating to traditional media. And I'm not beating traditional media up <laughs> because there is an opportunity for oh, that if you want to brand to a large audience. But yes. if you want to narrow your product the percentage of the population that is interested in your, in your product at any one time is extremely small, unless it's jeans or pizza or hamburgers or something. Uh, it's, it's extremely small. Consequently, when you uh, s uh, deliver an ad in a traditional media format, 90 plus percent of the population that you're delivering that ad to is not interested in your product at that moment. Whereas in, di in the digital space, they are <laughs> they, because right. they, again, they've built an algorithm that tells us, yes, they in fact are, are an intender and they are uh, looking at your products at that time. It's very cost effective. I'm curious. Consequently, about budgets are less. <laughs> Absolutely. Way I'm, less. Cu I'm curious about the scope of, of app based advertising, because I think people hear that and they might default to thinking, oh, yeah, I see advertisements on Facebook. But that's not what we're talking about. You mentioned like no, that's weather one website app or ESPN, things like that, where, hey, I'm checking Pacer scores nightly, things like that. And there's an opportunity for that. And all sorts of apps. How widespread is it? Because I, I want people to have a scope of this. I, I think they'd if be surprised. You're, if you're checking Pacers, in, are you talking about the Indiana Pacers? Yes, I, I am. If you're, if you're checking Indiana Pacers scores every day, yes. uh, our goal is going to be to deliver you Indiana Pacers merchandise you know, right. to sites and apps where you frequently, where you are. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all one. Each one of those are one individual website. Yeah. So it would be, I like us buying ESPN.com or buying HGTV.com or buying the weather channel app. We're not buying sites. Uh, we're not buying social media. We can, we don't do a lot of it, but you know, others do, but whatever. Uh, we're buying users. So if you are looking at Indiana Pacers scores consistently, we're going to be trying to deliver you Indiana Pacers merchandise, ticket options, uh, dinner options around the Indiana Pacers stadium, uh, gym, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. So, it's, and it's, it, it, it's on, again, well over 2 million sites, not one, yeah. not Facebook, not Instagram, not Twitter, but but on the site where that person actually is there. They're they're looking at content there anyway. Yeah, and, and doing a little bit more than browsing, they're being a little bit more intentional about the data that they're looking up. So chances are what they see there is going to be more impactful because you're not just scrolling. You're actually looking for something and that thing's gonna be right there. Sure. There you and, go. And and by the way, 
these are also not uh, the video is skippable. Uh, if you choose to skip when we in our platform, mm -hmm. if you choose to skip the video after five seconds, we don't invoice for it. We only we only invoice for full views, whether okay. that be 15, 30. Uh, we only invoice for full views. If they skip it, you see the impression in the reporting, but you don't you don't get invoiced for the ad. Uh, the display ads are uh, above the fold and they don't they they are they are there. The only way that you can rid yourself of it is to click and go to the site or wherever we're directing you to in terms right. of the landing page. You bring up an interesting thing about uh, the the five seconds, and then you know there are skippable uh, video ads, things like that. How important are those first five seconds if you're doing video advertising on the internet right now? Very important. It's and it's it's really you know, and and anybody that spent any time in this business knows <laughs> that uh, in terms of print, in term and and display, by the way, is print. Mm -hmm. It's just in front of you on a on a on a monitor or a, a, a telephone, a phone, or a screen or whatever. Uh, in terms of printed content, or in terms of audio and or video content, headline is the key to everything. Uh, the uh, audio video content, the beginning, the first five six seconds is the key to everything. That's what draws someone in, uh, and and so you know, the key is to, to get them right now. And it's especially important in this environment because today people don't, they, they, they're not going to spend a lot of time anywhere. They're moving quickly. Uh, everybody's either busy or they think they are, and they are moving from uh, space to space faster every day. So oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, Jim, there's it's a, a world of information to digest. Fortunately, you're able to walk people through that process. If people are, are curious about maybe getting into the digital space or talking about strategy, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, our website is medialinksadv.com. M-E-D-I-A-L-I-N-K-S-A-D-V.com. Or, uh, and, and that has my... Uh, you know, a, an email that goes to us for as mm -hmm. far as, you know, information. Uh, my uh, email address, of course, is in the chamber directory. <laughs> yes, but it anyway, is. it's 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 jbarger at medialinksadv.com. My phone number is also in the chamber directory. <laughs> so that, that, that may be the best place to go is the chamber directory, to tell you the truth, because all of our contact information is in there, including our office location, which is on the corner of uh, uh, Sandusky and, and Maine, right above uh, Trends on Maine in the Niles building. Very good. Jim, thanks for taking time with us today and stopping. I mean, I got you a coffee break at a Panera on your road. <laughs> yeah, here, I so. actually had a chocolate chip cookie too. So it wasn't a bad <laughs> deal. So, you know, those you warm go. ones, they're, they're hard to hard to resist at Panera for me anyway. So <laughs> it yeah. was a good day for Jim. Jim, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Doug. Take care, man. Thanks again to Jim for joining us on the podcast today. Even if you're not advertising a product, there's still a lot to take away here. Certainly, we've seen a lot of businesses advertising that they're hiring over the past couple of years. And if this is you, this can be a very good way to get that information out to the public as well and get it in front of a targeted audience. So a lot to pick up on here. 
That'll do it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a little something to help run your business a little better. And if you have any ideas for topics that we should cover, just send me an email, djenkins at finleyhancockchamber.com. Remember, if you're listening on our website, you can also have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for Chamber Amplified in your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Findlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce.